One of the conversations I like having most is the conversation of insurance. Because I always argue with a lot of people that the one thing that we can never postpone or take for granted in life is insurance. So every time I get this opportunity, this moment, to have a chat with the Ombudsman for Short-Term Insurance, Peter Ankuna, I get excited because it's a subject I'm very personally fond of and I know the importance of such. Peter, good evening. Always welcome. Always lovely talking to you on Rams and Sands. Good evening, Rams, and good evening to the listeners. Are you thank well? You we are well, thank you. Great. You know, I'm gonna. I'm. I'm not gonna even have a long discussion. I'm gonna go straight to a question that's been bugging me for a very long time. Mm. So a friend of mine told me that they took uh, insurance for the car, and and then they they discontinued the insurance for a while because they were going through a tough time. Fortunately, nothing happened, so everything was fine. When they went back six months later to reenact the uh, cover, they were hit with about a 33% increase from the previous cover. And in fact, the consultant said to them, well, you've been punished for having been off for a period of time. Now, he found that strange. And he said to me, because you are Rams and you know Peter, next time you have him, please ask him, was this right? Um, the short answer is yes. Um, it is right. That is the practice, generally speaking. Mm-hmm. And um, I think just for people to understand, um, when you buy your insurance, I'm getting a lot of feedback. Are you? Yeah. Um, let me try something. I think it might be my headphone. Hello? Yeah, we can hear you. Okay. Um, a, a lot of times when people um, stop their insurance, what what happens is there, there is a greater risk that is being taken by the insurer. One of, one of those aspects would be in the period that you're not insured, you could suffer a loss and um, then people want to claim and pretend that that loss was suffered when there was cover on on the item in question. Mm. So that is one of the reasons why they would do that, to try and, and avoid people um, discontinuing and then reinstating and then discontinuing. Um, secondly, your your premiums are basically based on you continuing to enjoy cover throughout and for the insurers to be receiving premiums throughout. Um, if you think of it, let's say you're paying 200 rand mm. and, you're, and you're covering a 150,000 rand car, um, how many 200 rand installments or, or payments would you have to make before you can cover the value of 150,000? A lot. Yet, um, if you start skipping payments, it, it could happen that in the month that you have paid, you suffer a loss and it's a complete write-off of your vehicle. And then the insurance company has to pay the whole 150000 right? Mm. Whereas for the last six months, you've only paid in one month. So it's, it's risky on their side. It's called, there's actually a specific name for it. It's called anti-selection. Um, basically, you're selecting against the insurance company in that um, you place them in a higher risk than they would be 
if you had been paying uh, regularly. And that is one of the reasons why um, they they don't like that and they would hike your, your premiums for that reason. Okay, I uh, I told him to listen. I'm hoping he's happy with the answer. I doubt he is. Zero eight nine double one zero double three double seven. Join us in this conversation. Any short-term insurance issues that you have, any questions that have been lingering in the back of your mind, anything that you think is not happening the right way with your insurance, please. We'd like to hear from you on zero eight nine double one zero double three double seven on Rams and Sense with Peter Nkuna, the ombud for short-term insurance. The the other friend of mine and posted this on Facebook. I can't remember exact detail, but had a, a geezer burst. And when they called the bank with whom the uh, house was insured, it appears that there was a a complaint or rather a, a, a resistance from the bank to pay to cover that. Does that come standard with household insurance? I'm sorry, I missed the, the first bit. The, so they had the, 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 the geezer burst, you know, and there was damage oh. to the ceiling and the floor and blah, 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 blah. But she claims that there was a bit of reluctance from the bank. And my question really, I mean, I don't know the detail much, but does does things like geezers and stuff, do they come standard with your household insurance? If, if, you, if, if it is um, for your home yes. insurance, it, it does generally come standard. Um, there may be some complications, like um, if you have the the new types of geysers, like your um, what do you call it, solar system. Yeah. Um, those tend to be a bit tricky because um, they are not standard, and therefore you might find that for the particular insurance company, you might need to specify that it is that type of a, a geyser. Mm-hmm. And I think even in terms of the cost, um, the cost might be higher than your standard geyser. And so that that could have been the issue. I don't know. But ordinarily, it, it doesn't make sense. Ordinarily, uh, there shouldn't be any problems. What could have also been a contribution, particularly if it is something that happens in winter times. Um, a lot of geysers give problems in winter, mm-hmm. and maybe you may find that that particular insurance company had too much workload at that time, and that is how the consumer may have felt that um, they have been given a bit of a runaround because they may have not had the capacity to handle the volumes of claims that they are getting. Um, that is another possibility. In, in general terms, Peter, when that happens, I, I presume the, the the logical thing, and let's say everything is equal, it's, it's a normal geyser, everything is, is, is stated properly in the contract, I presume the, right, the, the one thing that's obvious is that they will replace the, the geyser, but are they also going to so, to, uh, to fix the, the, the ceiling and all, the, all other damage that comes with the, with the geyser pesting? Yes, ordinarily that that would happen. But maybe on the first point, it is not a given that the geyser will be replaced. It it may depend on the exact problem with the geyser. Um, If it is not a best as such, for example, you may find, um, in fact, even with with the best, what what might happen is if there is a geyser warranty in place, um, they would probably then use the original geyser manufacturer and their warranty to replace rather than your own policy. 
So sometimes, yes, you might end up as a consumer. It, it might mean you get a new visa, but not necessarily through your insurance. Great. Let's go to the lines. Happy called us earlier, and he was patiently waiting for you to come in, Peter. You were never not uh, going to disappoint him. I'm glad you came in. Happy, good evening. Good evening again, brother. Yeah. Yes, sir. Good evening. Uh, just uh, one question with this uh, insurance company that is giving problems. I've never had any problems with my insurance because mm. I had to move from this insurance of PMD insurance. Uh, I don't know what uh, uh, what has the ombudsman, maybe how many complaints they've received from <laughs> customers and what are they doing about uh, complaints. These guys, uh, they lying to people, number one, with their advertisement. Number two, uh, they don't tell you exactly what they cover. They tell, you, they tell us a smaller portion. That interests us, and then some people, they don't ask relevant questions. I was with them, and then I started asking relevant uh, questions because I'm a mechanic. I know a lot about cars. Immediately when I started asking these questions, then there was a problem. That's where the problem came, that they don't tell us all the stories. This That's what they do. They say a cover is 150 uh, rents, which doesn't increase or whatever. And on that amount, uh, if you pay one premium and your car get, uh, is a write-off, they will pay that 160 rand or whatever amount that you've paid. And then they say your insurance increases every time when you, uh, when you don't claim, it keeps on increasing until to the value of your vehicle. So... If your vehicle gets in an accident, why you still at a lower at 4000 or at 2000 they will only pay you 2000 but they don't explain that to the customers. So that's hmm. my problem. I, have, I, I know someone who used to work for that company. Uh, she resigned because of uh, the clause and everything that she always keeps on fighting with customers. And then I know people who've been there and then they're even paying uh, they are they even paying their cars from their pocket, but they have insurances. And then this these issues are also with the ombudsman. So I want to know what is it that is being done with this uh, company? It's either uh, maybe if I may ask Brian to give them a platform to respond for themselves. Yeah, I would have, I would have wanted issue. that to happen. We've got the complaint. Uh, if yeah, they may have to respond. I I I think Peter can respond to. Uh, to, to the principles that you've raised, not specifically about this organization. We, we will give yeah. them a chance to respond. We'll get them and get them on the, on the show. Hopefully they agree. Yeah, please. Yeah. Hey, I hope they come, brother. I hope so, too. I want them to <laughs> respond to you. We're going to make them listen to this, converse, to, to this tape, this part of the tape, and then get them to respond. All right. Thank, no, you, thank you, Happy. So please listen on the radio. Uh, we'll respond to Happy just now, Peter. Let's uh, hear what Sydney has to say. Good evening, Sid. Thank you for calling. Thank you so much, Rams. How are you doing? Very well, thanks, mate. How are you? I am fantastic. Mm. Um, I've got a problem here. I, my, I, I've got a vehicle that I use for, for one of the, the new platforms for, for, for vehicles, which is Uber, if I can say it. Mm-hmm. So I, I was involved in, or my car was involved in an accident. And uh, obviously, I, I submitted the claim to my insurer. 
So now, in that event, they, they, they came back and told me that my policy has been, has been, has been updated. So there, there was a clause there, if you don't have an operating license, then there is a certain amount that you pay. So at inception, that clause was not there. So one, I did not get the policy documents to say that now there's a new access, to say that the access for operating, if you don't have the operating license, they'll charge you 20000 That's That was number one. Secondly is that uh, when at inception, when I took the policy, at underwriting stage, I did ask the lady if there's anything that I would need at claim stage, and the lady said no. I asked them for, for the recording at inception to, to listen to the, to the recording. They don't have the call anymore. Mm. So now they, 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 they rejected my claim because of, of the operating license, which I further did later. And uh, I haven't went to the ombud as yet because I just wanted to verify if I would have a case because now I did not get the updated policy document because they should give me the policy documents and I should consent and say if I'm happy or not. So they never gave me that opportunity and they just put an access, which I never agreed to. Okay. Thank you very much, Sydney. Please listen on the radio for the response. Uh, Peter, let's start with Happy's issue. I mean, and not again necessarily responding about the particular company, unless you want to tell me that, yes, you've got a lot of complaints about them. But for me, the principle that I'm hearing is that it's as if these guys are not offering insurance, but it's almost like a saving because he says they cover you to the amount that you've already put in into, into them. So that doesn't sound like insurance to me. Um, it, it actually is insurance. Um, we we have received some complaints from them, like with any other insurance company. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things that I, I can tell you specifically with this product that they sell is that, um, generally speaking, on the complaints that we have received, um, we would ask for recordings and transcripts of what was discussed at the inception of the policy. Mm. And what what we tend to find is that um, people are overly excited by the little premium that they have to pay, yeah. and they and they don't pay attention to the questions that are being asked of them, and they don't pay attention to the information that is being supplied to them either. So one of the things you will see when we do our investigations, you will find a lot of times that they will specify that this is not a comprehensive policy. And if you want a comprehensive policy, you are knocking at the wrong door. Um, But if you don't mind, we can still do a code for you and we will see if you are interested or not. And a lot of people continue knowing or perhaps overlooking the fact that it is not comprehensive cover because they are enticed by the premium that has been mentioned to them before. And therefore, ultimately, when you are paying 800, 1,000, 2,000 rand elsewhere and there is this product that is offered to you and you are paying 200 rand, a lot of people forget their risks. They forget why they are taking insurance in the first place yes. and and then just look at the money side of things. And then what you find is you have purchased a product that is not suitable for your needs. And I think I've emphasized this time and again on, on the show that um, when you buy insurance products, 
don't pay that much attention to the cost without looking also at um, your own needs. Mm. Because it, ultimately, there's no point in having insurance which does not suit you at all. Uh, you're wasting your money in the first place. So uh, rather have something that is more appropriate for your specific needs, even if it means you might be paying a little bit more than uh, what you would really prefer. Yeah, but that way, you at least sitting in the comfort that um, should you suffer any losses, um, you will be adequately protected. So that that is one major thing that I've seen with, with yeah. that, um, that specific product. It, it is, I, I would reckon, uh, Peter, without making people feel bad, that I would reckon that that principle holds for everything in life. That, you know, I, I like the African saying, Good cop is dear cop. Yeah. You know, yeah. If you're going to take the cheaper route, you are likely to shortchange yourself in the end. Exactly. And, and, and I, I don't think anybody can ever emphasize this enough. Um, one of the things, especially with uh, some of the products that are not your um, standard products, um, you, you need to go there with your eyes very wide open. Um, because w- what we find is a lot of times they've given you all the information, but perhaps the way that it's, it is packaged and perhaps the way that you receive it yourself, um, somewhere there may be, um, I don't know if it's a misunderstanding or if it is just people being overzealous, like I said, they just saw the 200 and they forget everything else. Mm-hmm. And sometimes even when they are asked questions, um, the, the, the answers that people give are not accurate. And then ultimately, when I'm looking at that complaint, I find that, you know, um, strictly speaking, these people told you that you're not buying a comprehensive policy mm. and I can't quite help, even though I can see this thing may have not been suitable for your name. Uh, but the fact that they told you in advance and you are the one that overlooked it or downplayed it, and it becomes a bit of a problem for for us to even assist you. So okay. I, I think people need to, especially if you're not that well informed, perhaps just go through a, a broker who will be somebody that has been around, that has an idea, knows what questions to ask you, what questions to ask from the insurance company, and then they can find something that would be suitable for you. And the, the, the nice other thing about that is that um, if there should be problems, um, you can also pursue a complaint against the broker if they shortchanged you in some way or other and didn't comply with their own duties and responsibilities. Um, so you, you have a second uh, option, I suppose, um, should you not succeed in your complaint against your your insurance company? Great. And Sydney's issue? Yeah. Um, Sydney's issue was the excess increase. Yes. Um, and he was not informed about it. He, he actually says he was informed, in my understanding. Uh, he just didn't quite agree or something like that. And he's saying the original uh, policy is the one that he didn't get. And and I, I've actually dealt with a very similar matter in the office. Mm-hmm. Um, what I can tell him, 
but I also don't want to discourage him from lodging a formal complaint because we don't know the effect. I'm just talking about what I've experienced before in a specific matter. Uh, what we found there was that the insurer um, had in the original policy provided that if you do not have the operator's license, you will not enjoy cover at all. And then what they then did subsequently was revise it to say, you will now have cover, but you will pay a higher premium. So ultimately what we found in that specific case was that even if he was complaining that um, the original terms and conditions were changed and he did not consent and all of that, um, the changes were to his benefit rather than to his detriment. And therefore, either way, um, he was actually better off going on the changed or the amended policy than the original one, because on the original one, they would not have paid out at all. So you might find that um, so the Sydney is part of the same lot of people that may have bought around the same time on the original policy, which would not have paid at all. And then after revision, there is the higher exit. But um, we can bring it through. Let's have a look. We listen to the recordings and check all the documents. And we can never guess what we will find. Uh, there, there are all sorts of things that we can find that um, we could find um, to be of his assistance. Okay, let's take one last call. Uh, Zeke in Pretoria East, good evening. Uh, good evening. My... Um question and issue i basically lost a complaint with the ombuds mm. and their determination basically was not in favor of me as the insured but in favor of the insurer however mm-hmm. there was one issue that i felt they did not attend to and i basically went back to the ombuds to say Please look at this issue, and this issue is my insurer uh, claimed Hmm. an amount from the government, I think it's the local government, and that was for a um, a tire, because uh, I had a a, a tire, I had a tire burst. Oh, yes, okay. Right. Now, pothole type thing. is. And they okay. did get the funds from the government, which they never passed on to me as they insured. Okay. Now, my question is, is that legal? Because the insurer basically held the money until okay. now. Now, what the ombud right. said is that that particular aspect, they are not happy that the insurer held back the money and they would go back to the insurer to find out why they held uh, the money back. Mm-hmm. And until now, it's it's almost um, six to eight months, if I'm not mistaken. They do, have do, not do you, found you, a satisfactory answer from the insurer. Do, do you have the specific file reference? Uh, I do have. Unfortunately, I can't get into my email now. No, no, no it's fine. You don't have to I, have it I'm now. I'm going to say, give it to me. I'll... I'll sort it out. I'll go look into it and then um, tell you. But anyway, I I can now give you a generic sort of answer. Um, 
what, what, what should be the outcome there will basically depend on your own policy with the insurance company. Um, basically, how most of them uh, that I'm aware of tend to approach it is if there's a recovery, the first amount recovered will be paid to you uh, in short. Um, so if there was an excess, um, they would refund your excess. But, and the big but, a lot of times the insurance company's outlay will be more than um, what they may have recovered because there are administrative costs, then there's the payout of the claim itself, and then there are costs in pursuing the recovery. Sometimes they have to resort to um, appointing lawyers to do the recovery on their behalf and all of that. So let's say the outlay on the insurance part was 50,000 rand and they recovered 20,000 rand. Some of them would then say, no, 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 and we will give you proportionately. So they'll say uh, 20,000 out of 50,000, what proportion of it is it? And then we'll then say, no, 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 no. And until you have recovered everything, you don't get anything at all. And it could be one of those we don't know, and that is why perhaps it was still being investigated, but I'm, I'm just unhappy that um, you would not have an answer after a while because this is a fairly straightforward one. All they need to tell us is this is how we, we approach it, and whatever it is that the approach is, uh, we can't really go and question it unless it is very clearly um, unfair. Or unusual. Uh, Yes. Okay, um, great stuff. But, but like I said, there, there are different practices. Great, great stuff. No, we, what we'll do is that uh, Zig and everybody else uh, who may need to contact you will have to do so. How do they do so, Peter? Telephonically, we are at 011-726-8900. Repeat, 011-726-8900. Um, you can also visit our website, osti.co.za osti.co.za and you'll find all sorts of uh, valuable information that you can use and um, you can then also complete your application from there, send it through to our office and we'll see how we can assist you. If you don't remember that, it's easy. Go to Facebook, Metro FM Talk with Rams, all the details of the Ombudsman for Short-Term Insurance, will be there. Pirankuna, always wonderful chatting to you, my brother, and have a great evening. Same here, and thank you, sir.